0: what is up everybody all
1: right jump right into the song on what this is and why you have it
0: <laughs> so you want to go immediately to the music
2: choice
1: yeah because it's a it's a weird selection for me this is like uh this is like one of those ones where the like the kids in high school had the big like the pants that went down and like were like almost bell bottoms at the end but they're like emo and they had like the, <laughs> the like the chain wallet
0: all right. uh, all right. machines, wait, 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 wait. wait. So Very
1: emo. I expected
0: to hear, like, it sounds like Creed or like Nickelback. No, no, like, that's what I feel. It's like a, I don't know, who is it? Uh, the name of the band is Stars, I believe. Let me check, or no, the name of the song is Stars. The name of the band is Six with two X's, A.M. Bro, this is all no copyright sound music.
1: Six with two X's, A.M.? Yeah.
0: How, how do you find something like that? It's all from Twitch stream music, dude, because they have no copyright, so I can't get hit. I know, every, like I but, did for 99 Loft Balloons, a song from 1980, motherfucking four. That literally we got hit with a music license for. I had a minute muted of the last po- two podcasts I, ago. Because yeah, but like all of our all
1: song. of our music is from Twitch now, and it's all like weird. I know. I
0: would listen. I would like to play more songs that are more relevant to the how, beginning. But we'll get, how we'll, old get is that we'll get get nicked. How old is That's that a song? newer song. That's from 2018. Oh wow. Or, sorry, 2014. It's newer. They're all new songs. Oh. They're all like
1: EDM and shit five year gap. Yeah, well, I'm, look, there's a lot there. All right, fine. All right, Nick's I was just me. curious, man. It just sounded prof. like it sounded like an early two thousands like uh Well we
0: can, listen, we got a bone to pick with prof, but we'll get into that. What's up everybody? Thanks for hopping on. New From the Hill podcast. Swags here with the Prof. Also again joining us with a mic this time. We're super excited about it. Brian Pants is in studio. Brian say hello to the folks.
1: What's up? Bro. And he has a camera but it's not on the live stream.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, won't be on the live stream. But don't worry. Brian will make sure that the post video he's included, and it's going to look beautiful because he did an amazing job with the last one we didn't get to.
2: That's why you got hit with the copyright, because the video was so
0: good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you they're like, damn. To too many people clicked it. They're like, damn, this is ah. definitely going to get monetized because look at how cool this video Once is. Once
2: you get over
1: 13 people, <laughs> I that, that would be a stretch. That would be our best ever.
2: Is that a wide shot? Was that a close-up? better uh boner boner says
0: r.i.p to the greatest drummer
1: ever did i miss something yes you did so neil pert died today from so some people say pert some people say Peart, i think but uh so he's from rush if you guys are familiar with rush Uh, he's considered one of if not the best drummer of all time and if you've ever seen him play it's uh it's quite a spectacle so the guy has a drum kit like that covers that would totally cover this entire room and he just goes and plays it's pretty nuts. well now but, when we get done i'm gonna have to check this out yeah he's pretty insane you know rush i know the band yeah sure i know rush I just... Tom okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all but yeah so i did hear that
0: nice all right so before we get into the bone that we have to pick with prof that we just discussed here pre-show we're going to talk about something that popped up on netflix you know we like to talk about the new shows on netflix and the shows that we like to watch and i sent prof a text message and i said hey bro I need you to check this out. The name of this documentary on Netflix is "Don't Fuck with Cats." Don't fuck with cats. I'm not kidding. It's "Don't Fuck with Cats." They bleep it out, like you know, whatever. Your little stars for the F-U- for the UCK asterisk
1: asterisk. Thank you, but I prefer it my way. So, like, like any other person, I treated this like a like joke. you would if somebody said, "Hey, watch this this documentary do 'Don't F with Cats.'" Like, if anybody texted me, I'm like. I'm totally not watching that. Why would I watch that? I'm not, like, a big cat guy. But, yeah, so the first thing... So so my first question is, okay, what's that all about? I'm like, dude, just watch it. No, no. So he explains it to me, and he goes, so this guy kills cats on on like youtube and gotta, i'm like oh you're totally sucking me in right now i gotta call time out is that
0: is that that's the jack impression right there is that what i saw?
1: Like? well this is you through text oh okay that's my it's text about voice. this guy who kills cats in like a plastic bag and i'm like oh totally something i'm into like why would i watch that but can t- but you watched it right i did and it's incredible <laughs> right and it's amazing brian did you
2: see this show have you it's heard of this about- Half an episode of the first episode. I was watching it like late night TV, about to go to bed, and then it's like getting all suspenseful and shit. And my my wife looks at me; she's like, "I was sleeping. Now I'll, I can't. I can't. No, I don't want to watch this. You're I like wired. This shit off,
1: like, yeah. Well, let me ask you: Was it even in episodes? Was it? I thought it was yeah, just one straight it, run. No, no, it's three episodes. No, that's how. That's, that's how, 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 how I watched it straight through. That's how good it is. First off,
0: let me just say, and we say oh, this all the time: Netflix documentaries are the best. That, Nobody
2: does documentaries better than Netflix. Um a commercial came on my timeline a new documentary on Netflix is coming out that I would want to watch it's um, her name Aaron, is. Aaron, I saw yep, that absolutely well, I cannot That's next wait. week it's on Wednesday next week yep. supposed to Their
0: come documentaries out. are so well done but so I told Nick to watch this and what I had said was uh, and then unfortunately he's never seen the movie I don't know if Brian has I put it it was very akin to the movie Untraceable You have you ever seen the movie Untraceable I've heard of it It's with I've Diane Lane and Colin Hanks Tom Hanks on And it's very akin to that because, as Nick was alluding to, the title, Don't F with Cats, makes it seem like it's going to be goofy and, like, really weird, right? But it actually gets super serious about – I mean, the guy – not to give away spoilers because it's all over the internet. This guy got caught, but he actually commits a live murder on video.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it already happened. Before. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it was 2010, I think.
1: Was, but it's uh, bananas. So actually, PMT did like a breakdown of this, and we actually talked about this before PMT. So we we take credit. Yes, for we it we first. teased it before. They got it from us.
0: Of course they did. They, they love to take content from us. This isn't the first time. But
1: they did. They they were bringing up different points like throughout throughout the thing, and they were like, yo. So did the the people like the hunters actually caused him to continue because that's what he wanted he wanted that chase that's right right. and so
0: crazy as so as i was someone was texting me about it when i told them to watch it and i was saying well here's the the question would he have continued to progress with the videos if it didn't get so much attention if the people that are hunting him didn't make that group and didn't go over the top he wanted the attention that's what he wanted and uh, what they were talking about when he posted a video about how to disappear right like on the internet he said there's no point in disappearing or doing any of this if you're not being chased. So basically, he kind of alludes to them that, yeah, the only reason that I'm doing it is because you're chasing me. He would have kept doing it, I think. Probably. I mean, the, I don't want to give any spoilers away because I really want everybody to get a chance to watch it because it is really, really good.
2: It, it's, Psychopaths, man, they're smart, dude. They're not, there's not a dumb psychopath. out there, and That's a smart-ass thing to say to pin it on somebody else, of course. 100%, a
0: hundred percent. And that's what you learn from these Netflix documentaries. Did you watch the one about Ted Bundy? No, hold on, hold
1: on. Let me call T for time out on that because they they actually mentioned that on the podcast, on PMT when I listened to it. So he, they were like, he wasn't that smart. Like after he posted that, after he posted the murder, and he left all his evidence behind in that trash thing, I don't know if that was in Toronto or Montreal. That was in
0: Mon- Montreal. He
1: left like like envelopes with his name on it and his address, yes. and like so he wanted people to like chase him down. Yeah, like, that's not that's a That's why he smart- did it. So once he went over to where do you actually end up getting so caught? So he got caught in, in Montreal. Paris. Paris. He flew that's to right, Paris, That's what right. with the same clothes on. Remember, he
0: left. The, he left the shirt. Oh, we're, we're like, now we're telling the whole story. He leaves the shirt. Oh, I know. He leaves this is the shirt we hanging have that. in the closet that he gets us on the flight with because he knows they're going to come after him. So he actually is smart. Like he did that on purpose to throw them off the track. He just wanted to be chased. I don't think he was very smart. The irony the of how day. he gets caught too, I don't want to give it away, is super ironic, right? Like because he wanted the attention so much, and then he goes and seeks it out, and then
1: gets. Caught. And that's the thing. That's the part of this whole thing is like he was the most he wanted attention more than anything in the whole world I, it was so weird like listen jack and i don't shy away from talking about ourselves but <laughs> this guy was like he set up these uh all these different websites of like how he was this celebrity but he what he wasn't right he was like, like nobody who is this guy so. yeah he basically makes all these websites because he
0: he photoshops his picture onto a bunch of models and then like acts like he's jet setting the world yeah like he acts like he's this Instagram dude model. he oh, was like
1: trying out for different uh, reality shows Yeah, like with his shirt off and stuff like I should do my,
0: my best Lu- uh, Luca Magnata. His voice is,
1: is bad. Well, it's like when he does the interview for the show. So creepy. Oh, yeah.
0: Tell- I've been told I have a very deep voice. You're, yeah,
1: you can tell right away there's, there's something
2: wrong. Well, they
0: right say now. something to him. They're like, oh, your voice is really deep. Are you trying to do that? No, I've been told I to have a really deep voice. Yeah, it was I, like I was really creepy. Dude. Suffer of like, voice modulation.
1: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that was, a, yeah, that was a, what was that? a Will Ferrell.
0: Yeah, Will Ferrell.
1: Now, Drop I mean, a Dodge Stratus. That was really, I mean, it was worth the watch, to be honest with you. I was like, first of all, I was just worried about seeing cats get killed. Like, that's not really what I want to see. And no. you kind of see some of it. It's kind of disturbing. It's shitty. Yeah, it's not great. It's especially shitty. Especially at the beginning. But once you get through that part, if you can, I mean, it's worth the watch. It's Highly recommended.
0: Netflix doc, you don't fuck with cats, and you know we are going to be talking about that Aaron Hernandez doc, so you better be on it like as soon as it comes out because we're going to be talking about
1: it. Yeah, and um, another Netflix show just got into last night. On I'm on episode four already. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go ahead.
0: The Witcher. No. Did you watch The Witcher? No. Shit. Nope. Okay, go ahead.
1: Brian, do you have a guess?
2: Is it a cartoon? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's called You. You. I, I've heard the craze. So, yeah, so we, me and Amanda. Season two of you, right? Me and Amanda have, is it? Well, no, we started, we started last night. I did start in two 2000, seasons, two 2018. Seasons, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, recently, it's been getting some buzz, and we started watching it last night. I actually jumped in on episode two, because Amanda started watching it without me, so I'm like, all right, time out. If I'm going to sit down here and watch this, you got to let me know what's going on in episode one. She ran it by, like, I'm. I'm totally in. This is totally a binge for me now. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people raving about it. They already confirmed season three. Is
2: it another psychopath movie?
1: Yeah, it kind of is, man. It totally is. Tea,
2: man. (laughs) Huh? It's not my cup of tea. I don't like voluntarily sit my ass down to get scared or or. Or
1: You're you're a big animation (laughs) guy.
2: (laughs) Blood (laughs) fucking throbbing. All
0: right, Boner Boner made a comment. I got. I want to touch on it, but I don't want to do too many spoilers, Boner. So yeah, you're you're right. don't,
2: Don't spoil it for
0: everybody. You're right. That's true. But remember. There's also parts of Catch Me If You Can in him, right? Like he took took a bunch of movies, Casablanca with the p- movie poster. So like, there's a bunch in there. But yeah, that's one of the many crazy things about this guy for
1: sure. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. And All check right. out you too, because that was it's, it's got me drawn in. I've heard. You I have the to the Netflix admit. show,
2: not the band.
0: Yeah, you season two. Well, you also you slash two. No, it's called you. You. Why are you.
2: You as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Since I brought it up. The The Witcher is an amazing show on Netflix. Also, now that's a little more on. It's I mean, it's Lord of the Rings feel, but I played the video game The Witcher, so like it was cool to me. Is that where your gun's from? Uh no, the gun is from Apex Legends actually. But it would be
1: cool if it was from The Witcher. And I was talking about, it, I would have brought it up. We um, should have brought those guns up here. Should have
0: brought them up. Yeah, put them on the table. Yeah,
1: they'll be behind, hanging
0: behind here some at some point.
1: I. I do not. <laughs>
0: I do not. <laughs> so Henry Cavill plays the Witcher, and he's the guy that played Superman in Superman vs Batman, right? And he—I mean—does he a great job. Was awesome. It's really, really cool. Does he, play, does he play Jesus too? Oh yikes! In what movie? The Passion. Oh God, I don't know. Getting deep. He's a—he's a, he's a man witch. Yeah.
2: So he's a wizard movie. Yeah, uh, based... a man
0: witch. So no, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a man witch. <laughs> So, basically, what a Witcher is, is you have to imagine that it's Lord of the Rings times, right? So, there's oh, like goose and goblins and shit like that. <laughs> so, he, he goes around killing that shit. That's what he does. He, those he kills dragons and goblins and ghosts and all that bullshit. That's what a Witcher is called. So, that's the premise. It's cool. Anybody that's into that, these guys. Have you ever
1: seen Buffy me. the Vampire
0: Slayer? <laughs> these guys are making fun of me. The but the Witcher is awesome.
2: Yes, to both. Yes. <laughs> all right.
0: So, before we get into last week's playoff action, because we have a lot to talk about, we have a bone to pick with Prof here, honestly. While we're sitting here, Prof asked a question about watching football on Sunday, and he said, when the Eagles are on, do you red zone? My immediate response is, well, sure, like, when there's commercials or halftime, like, or breaks, I will flip the red zone.
1: And Prof reveals that he watches way too much red zone. I do. I get get – Sucked into the red zone, dude. Violation. I have to. You have a lot of things going on the line through red zone. You have you put your money in before the games, you got your fantasy going, especially later on in the season. I mean, it's hard not to get sucked into red zone, is I, it not? It is, but you gotta have discipline. You I know and discipline. I, the only reason I brought it up is because I feel guilty about it. Yes, I'm just airing. Well, I'm just confessing. Confess to the people of For your the sins, my that. son. I mean, look at the camera and tell <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't look at me. Oh, confess to the people <laughs> out there in Facebook world. That's from Blue Streak. You remember that movie? Yes. Yes. But, Bart but, Lawrence. No, seriously. Like I get, I get drawn into it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss a, I'm gonna miss a second and whatever from the oh, twenty-nine.
2: What? Yeah, anytime. Dude,
1: what I'm I'm you, I am just being honest with you.
0: I was gonna say ten Hail Marys, but now it's like thirty.
1: I'm Jeez. just being honest with you. I check in. I do. <laughs> I always I check back in
2: because you know whatever. But like offensive snaps.
1: No, I'm Yikes, more of a defensive bro. guy myself. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like who do I want to watch? Do I want to watch all these games going on with action going on? Or I want to watch the Eagles versus the Redskins on a in October. You don't you don't sympathize. Listen, I
0: watch I'm breaking it down. I'm like jaws. I'm studying the I'm film. Sorry. Breaking down like, replays. I
1: Personal tape problems, I, I get it, but. I tape them. I, I mean, re- listen, Red I Zones,
0: record them. Red Zone is is amazing, but when the Eagles are on, I'm watching 95% Eagles games. I DVR the Eagles
1: games, but I never actually go back and watch. Them.
0: Well, yeah, so what's the <laughs> point?
1: I don't know, man. Yikes. Just in case I need to see stuff just in case we get heavy on the pod and I need to break some
2: stuff down. We're
0: going to be breaking down last game, particularly a couple plays. Of course, we're teasing now.
2: Last week, I was at a dinner with my family in Chinatown, and the only way I could get the Eagles game was to have my cousin put it on his phone and stream it on whatever app he was watching, Yahoo Sports. And then I had to Google Chrome my phone and cast it onto a TV, and it was literally bootlegging his screen oh my god up to the see this is dedication here, sitting on your couch watching red zone. watching red zone
1: <laughs> bro why can't oh, you just log into your like verizon account and watch
2: it because i wanted to cast it on like the freaking oh you wanted to,
1: you wanted everybody to enjoy it yeah
2: yeah uh then we all watched it on the big screen but it was a camera of my cousin's phone
1: well i'm a big time think for myself so i would SV. never do that but i have watched when my son was baptized i did watch it on on the phone yikes hopefully amanda's not watching <laughs> yikes no not during the not during church but when we were at the at the at the luncheon
0: we did i didn't think this was going to turn into a full confessional for profit mean, but apparently we're just we're it's just a new, airing out
1: the closet listen it's a new year i'm sure getting things off my chest lighten here. your load yeah. unburden yourself my son all right
0: <laughs> i think that's about enough on that topic. yeah we're gonna move on to the games now before nick reveals more of his sins you guys so, ever
1: see the show You? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we did have wildcard action last weekend, two games Saturday, two games Sunday. We're going to go in order of the games, and the Eagles game was last. Of course, we're going to have a lot to talk about there. We're going to start. It took the Texans overtime to beat the Bills. I watched the game. Um, the game was Drek, to be honest. Like it, it was exciting now. Yeah, but it, it wasn't a lot of offense, there were some big plays. It was kind of sloppy. Like I said, I'm a defense guy. Yeah, you would like defense because they won like 19. No, nah,
1: it was sloppy. It was definitely sloppy, it was but it was sloppy. exciting.
0: Well, it's exciting because they went to overtime. I know. Yeah, but it was slop. I mean, do you take anything away from that game? Because I didn't. I mean, I don't, I, do. I don't think the Bills are very good.
1: I do. I do. And it's what I've been saying all year is I think Deshaun Watson is like a stud. Yes, he is. I mean, when it comes down to crunch time, he performs, and he, he has done that throughout his college career, and now he's doing it in the playoffs finally. Yeah, I I can get behind that. I mean, I'm a Watson guy. I still don't think he's Everybody was on the Bills.
2: Who were you on, Brian? I was on the Bills. Um, And the Sean Watson and the Houston Texans, they have to come from behind. That's how their offense works. They just gun it down the field. And if they were um, playing with the lead, I think they would have lost it in the last moments of the game.
0: I actually agree with that. That's a good point because they are a team that – very much thrives when they're behind and they're no huddling because that's when Deshaun is so dangerous, right? Because well, it's, of his legs. It's and, mad libs. Right. Because of what he can do like backyard football or cinema football, like Madden would say, right? Oh I put the turkey in the duck bar Oh jeez. <laughs> like that, but that's when Watson's at his best because of his legs and because of his running ability. And that's not to say that he's not a good passer, because to my surprise, he has developed into an above average NFL passer, which I didn't quite know if he'd be able to do out of college. So he does have a live arm, and he does make good throws. But when he gets outside the pocket is when he just shreds you. I've always liked him. I I think we talked about this. Yeah, we, we did. We talked about this in depth. We talked about our top five quarterbacks, and we were asking, do you have Watson
1: in have I've always liked him, and I always thought he had that kind of he's, – he's a killer. Yeah, he's a leader. He's a winner. He's definitely going to win a Super Bowl. Definitely going to win a Super Not this year. Ball, huh? I'm saying wow. – Wow, okay. I'm, not this year, but I'm saying in his career, he's definitely going to win a Super Bowl. Okay. I'm I'd not so sure if
0: I agree with that. I'd but... put on
1: that. Definitely. Okay. O'Brien's not gonna be there forever. No, he won't. I think there's some hindrances on, on the coaching side of things there.
0: Well, I think a lot of the older school coaches like O'Brien need to start adapting more to the college slash slash run and gun, shotgun, option, read option, all that with running quarterbacks in the NFL. And we're seeing it more and more With Kingsbury, right? Coming up with the quarterback, the college quarterback. They need to adopt more of that system because Watson's never going to be a
1: stay in the pocket kid. And if you try and keep him there, you're just going to stifle his offensive capability. I I don't know. I think he can. I think he can stay in the pocket if he needs to. But when it breaks down, he can make something happen. But the whole thing of it is when you look at their offense, they were different without Will Fuller. Like they were totally different. The kid cannot stay healthy. So, Mm Like I don't know what the deal is, but it's always a hamstring. It's it's always a hamstring. This is the yeah. fourth year in a row, right? That he. It's brutal, yeah. man. I mean, he's hurt every year. It's brutal. Like he is, he opens everything up for for Hopkins and every everything else in between. Mm-hmm. But the kid literally cannot stay on the field. He tears no. his hamstring like every yeah. other week. Yeah, yeah, like yes, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Nope. It's like a Deshaun Watson. Oh, I a Deshaun, agree. Deshaun Jackson. I met.
0: So Texans move on we'll talk about the upcoming games when we recap these. Second game, big news here actually. A lot happened. The Titans knock off the Patriots in New England. Big deal. Prof and I, more so me than Prof, but Prof was semi on board with the Titans. I told you watch out for the Titans. I told you the Titans were good. Remember the Titans. Make sure they remember. Derrick Henry's a monster. I mean, yeah. Derrick Henry is an absolute freak beast stud monster for sure and when he's got that running game going they've got a solid defense they muck and grind interesting statistic that i saw i don't know if you guys saw this last week speaking of running team the top four offenses by rush this year all made the playoffs the top four by pass all missed the playoffs
1: really yep. break that down for me who, who are those teams uh we have to pull it up but that's a true statistic I don't believe you. All
0: right, I'll pull it up while we're talking here. Top four rush teams, because it's the Ravens, Titans, are two of the top four, made the playoffs. And the top four by pass, Cowboys are one. So there you go. I know for a fact the Cowboys are one. They didn't make the playoffs. So your top four teams by pass didn't make the playoffs. Top four teams by run made the playoffs. Run the ball, control the clock. Uh, as much as we want to play, a lot of that is, pass. A lot of that is if you're winning, what do you do? Well, yeah, you get to. That's the point. You get on top of guys, and you get to run. You get to play downhill, as they like to say, right? You get to control the clock. You don't want to throw the ball around 50 times. See James Winston. James Winston will get you 400 yards and four touchdowns, but he'll give you four picks, one pick six, and a
1: fumble. And he's probably going to get
0: paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, clearly the kid can he, play, but he like, doesn't take
1: we, care of the ball. He led the league in passing.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Like, he can he can throw it around everywhere, but so, he's going to throw 25 interceptions. So,
1: Brian, what do you have to throw in on this, on this particular game? Because I wanted to ask a question to Jack because – I don't I, I'm kind of hazy on it myself. So you
2: Sorry, which game I was pick up that stat. Titans Pats. My theory about playoff uh football is whoever's got the best run game, who's be- who's got the best established run game and can hold on to the ball and run the clock out and Derrick Henry is a beast. Um I believe in his run game. There's no other better running back in the league this year. Um so I'm riding the Titans.
1: So that's kind of part of my question. So Derrick Henry has been in the league for how long? I think it's his third year. And he has never been like this dominant a force. Ryan Tannehill comes along, and all of a sudden, he's trucking everybody.
2: What's the deal with that? I just think that it's like that type of runner is seasonal, and that's the postseason. It's like late in the year, and you're going to face a bruiser, and people don't want to get But he was the lead rusher
1: all year. Like it's not like it's – But
2: the style is effective. In January, February. I think,
0: Prof, you're asking like, why did it take him this long?
2: Yeah, for a couple years. Well, his first
0: year he got hurt.
2: His rookie year he got hurt.
0: And then last year he split a lot of time. Like he wasn't the feature back last year. Because I know. I know for a fact. I've had him last two years.
1: That was my question. How many years has he been in the league? Yeah, he's
0: been in league three, of what I recall. And his first season he got hurt. And so he didn't, like he wasn't a full And then last year he wasn't even a full time. I mean, dude, he's just an animal. He just runs people over. Imagine being a D back trying to tackle that kid. Like, are you kidding me?
1: I, dude
0: god bless even if you dive at his knees like literally he'll kill you he'll just so what do you guys
1: you. so so we, we say that now we see them going up against um we see them going up against baltimore right this week and their run game is nothing to to sneeze number at. one in the league so where are we going here number one in the league well that's what we'll talk about if you're getting ahead of us i'm not my bad you're getting ahead of us bro
0: so moving into sunday another upset and I actually want to talk a little bit about this game because something weird happened and is happening with the Saints. The Vikings and Kirk Cousins, you like that, go into New Orleans and win legit this time, unlike last year, which is what it is, right? But again, the Saints, who all season dominate the regular season, seem to be a Super Bowl team, end up getting knocked out at home. At home. What what is missing with this team? I'm I'm open to hear what you guys think, but one thing that has come out before you guys get into that of these the Saints is like there was a lot of sideline dissension and guys arguing during the game. What like what's going on with them? I don't the understand.
2: that's why they weren't motivated to play
1: well.
0: No more, yeah, no more cash for knocking people out.
1: <laughs> there's a lot of that every. There's a lot of that on every team, and we saw that um, with with minnesota too minnesota had that too xavier rhodes is yelling at people i mean i don't know if it's fair to just point that at the saints and say hey yeah these guys are yelling at each other on the sideline that happens every week the question i have to ask is why do we keep why do we keep mentioning sean payton as this like god coach that is a good question is it because he can use Taysom hill every once in a while because he won a super bowl doesn't hurt, yeah, doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah it doesn't hurt but Okay, what if what if Taysom Hill is the best player in the league and he's sitting him out ninety percent of the snaps? What if what if that that is the case? Like, I, I we keep we keep bringing up Sean Payton. is the best coach in the league. We got to trust this guy. He's won a Super Bowl. It's like yeah. So it's Mike McCarthy. So it's all these guys that have get that, that have been fired in the past, right? And obviously, they put up the stats throughout the regular season. They're a great home team during the regular season, but they haven't won. In 11, 11 years now? Yeah. So why do we keep doing this? Uh, dude, I'm with you, actually. And
0: one thing that I wanted to mention about Sean Payton and the Saints is what I don't like about what he does is I feel like he tries to overcoach, to your point. I I know the Hill plays are always successful, but maybe you save them for the fourth quarter and not the first quarter. like. I felt like the first half of that game was all hill. Like, in one series, he had the deep bomb catch. He threw a bomb, right? Like, it was all in the first quarter. Why would you lead with that and not end with that, right? Like, to me, you got to save that type of schemes for later in the game because with the Saints high-powered offense, I feel like they should be able to come out in their standard sets and score. And you do all this trickery early, and then you're all hyped up. But then third, fourth quarter, I mean, the second half, they had no offense at all.
2: Right. I think it's the value of when you do it. Like Obviously, you're, you're defending that. That's typical. You expect the trick plays in the fourth quarter late. And if you're going to cash it in, it's still seven points in the first quarter no matter when you score it. And uh, maybe he's zigging wire by, by zagging. Like,
0: you you could think. be right. But then the question that I raised to that point is, is that a lack of confidence in his standard offense then? Because, you know, I, I looked at Andy Reid, right, and Doug Peterson, obviously from Philly Philly, and they have their type of trick plays. Andy scripts his plays, and there's no team better, right, than an Andy Reid team the first 20 plays of the game because they're will they going to tear you off. Like, does Andy scripts his plays? and But then come second half, he starts to bumble and fumble because he can't adjust. But he saves his trick plays for the second half because he scripts the first half. And to a point, I understand what you're saying because you come out, you're not expecting the trick plays, right, and they work. But when are you really expecting those trick plays? In the third and fourth quarter, they'd be just as effective, in my opinion, and that's when they hit harder. Than in the first quarter because, yeah, it's seven, but I mean, that was that, that one drive where they scored the touchdown, where he'll get the touchdown, that was pretty much like all him, right? But how many points did they have for the whole game? Like 20? 20, 20, uh, 23? Like the they I didn't know. run the score up like we expect the Saints to, right? At home, where they're supposed to be comfortable under the dome, they didn't run the score up. And I just don't understand what happens to this team come playoff time.
1: Well, I think one of the things, and, and to Brian's point about rushing, and the lack of confidence, to your point, is where what's Alvin Kamara been doing all year? Like, he's been almost non-existent. Yeah, he didn't have a good year. Even as a, as a pass catcher, he's been non-existent. So, I think that takes kind of the wind out of your sails as a play caller, number one. But, you know, l- like you said, if you don't have a rush attack, like Latavius Murray is like a better rusher all year than Alvin Kamara. Kamara didn't have a good year at all. But like I, I don't know, I think that just like sucks the life out of your team. And as a play caller, it does kinda limit you if you don't if you can't have confidence in that on the early downs. But at the same time, like if the if the guy's not producing for you, like make a change. Yeah. Make a change. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I don't see him as this guru that we all think of him okay. as. Uh, so you
0: don't think Peyton's a top five coach in the league? Then he wouldn't make your. Top I mean,
1: five? honestly, I don't. I, I didn't. Go, I didn't go through it. No, but I would but have just to go through it. Spitballing. And...
0: You know, I like to throw them out there. Maddie High says Vikings outright. Are you? Are you talking about this week, Maddie? Are you talking about
1: just last week? Because we're not. We're not to the new games yet. No, he's calling. He's calling this week. You're calling a lot this of, week, Vikings outright. A lot of people are calling this week. Oh boy, that's a they bad are. sign. They are. That's a bad sign. They are. You like that? I mean, I don't game, know. Dude. You like that? But that's my opinion on this game. Is it was mismanaged and he got beat by Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins. You like that. That's still the best. You like that. And and you can tell the difference in the Minnesota offense when they have Thielen on the field. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... that, that was another argument was was that Thielen was getting too many looks and Stefan Diggs was really pissed about it. That's another argument on the sideline. Well, from... uh,
0: but every, every, every. Diva number one slash but, but want to be number one wide receiver listen, always does that.
1: We're in the playoffs here. Like playoffs? if you're if your guys getting if your guy's getting looks and he's eating up yards and you guys are moving it down the field, like who cares at that point, dude? Like this isn't fantasy season. Bro, like, I, need, I need my catches,
0: I need my time, I need my money. Everybody wants to make things. the bonuses. Man, right? I need my yeah. targets, man. All playoffs. All right. So last game of the day, obviously, Seattle Seahawks came to Philly to play the Eagles. A lot happened in this game, but most important, the biggest thing that happens in the first quarter, Wentz sort of scrambles forward and does what he typically does. He dives forward instead of feet first sliding to give himself up. He gets hit in the back of the head by Clowney, and he ends up getting a bad concussion. He's out of the game. One couple things here on that. I'm going to stop right there. I almost immediately, when they showed the replay, went to social media and made a post. But the first thing that That's I want right. to ask both, yeah, the first thing want to ask both of you guys, when you watch the play real time, did you even think anything of it?
1: I don't remember, but obviously, right away they show it. Right, right. Brian. When you, like, cool. when you watch, like, when you watch real time, did you think, like, we? The first time you see Carson, go, like, whenever you see Carson go down head first, you're always like.
2: Please get up. Yeah. Like, I hear they're going back to, he's going back to San. I'm like, oh, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. That was my yeah. initial feeling. He'll be all right. So
0: then we find out he's in the concussion protocol, and then he's going back to the locker room, and they show the replay. And then you go, okay. They show the replay. You see where he gets hit. Yeah. You see how yeah, he gets hit. It doesn't hit. take much. Dude. Yeah. Uh,
2: I can sympathize with that. Like, if your head bounces on the floor like a basketball game, oh, it does take much, As
0: soon as you know. saw That's the replay, bad. you saw where he got hit. In the back of the head, and then his head bounces off the turf, and you're like, "But
1: okay. yeah." As a fan nowadays, mentally you go through this progression where you're like, "Oh, that looked, that looked pretty shitty," and then you see it in slow mo, you're like, "Oh wow, that looked really bad." Yeah, looked really bad. Or like, oh, and then tent comes up, and you're like, oh no. Yeah. And once you see that tent come up with a head injury, yeah. he's done. Yeah. Like, like you just know he's in done.
2: Today's league and not get checked sure. out. And they're gonna like twenty years gonna let ago.
1: Back twenty years ago, game. he would have come, come
2: back. Hundred percent, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not even that far, dude. Like yeah. A couple years ago.
0: Yeah, five years ago, ten years
1: ago, before concussion. Tell you the times
2: truth. I Tell woke the up truth. And didn't know who I played last week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the truth. No, so, I mean it was brutal. Like I, because w- once once that feeling hits you, where he's not coming back, and and you have this forty two year old guy in there, it's like. Whoa. And no offense to no no offense to McCown, McCown. he did a, he did a decent job. And he ripped his hamstring. Yeah, by the way, the he down.
0: played with a ripped hamstring.
1: But still, once he goes out, it's like it, – but but part of you, being a Philadelphia fan, is like, oh, we did this a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not Jeff. It, didn't, it didn't feel the same. I know, but part of you just didn't says feel it, the same. The
2: whole season went the same way. It was just a different episode of the same season. You know, I like, know. And but, but it, it was finally Carson was the guy. Yes. That, you know, and Carson's going to make it, and
0: Carson's yeah. going to be here for the playoff game, and then he's out. But the first thing that I said in a post was one, was the clowny hit dirty? Yes. Two, does Carson need to stop diving head first and take more care of himself? Yes. Or
2: three, is it a combination of both?
1: I just said yes on both. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was it a dirty hit? I think. The dirty hit didn't occur on the field. It occurred off the field as Clowney was leaving and just shitting on Well, him. that too. And he took out our leader.
0: Yes, that too. That too. Clowney has a, Clowney has a track record, right? I mean, he's not. He's, he's a guy. But at the same time, these are defensive linemen. Like, they're nasty. That's
2: not defensive play, man. I they're, nasty. Him yeah, they're nasty. Yeah,
0: they're nasty. They're dirty. That's their job. Like, that's yeah, what it is. That's football, man. But Carson, so here's the difference. We just watched the best in the league at sliding right Russell Wilson no, nobody oh, better man. nobody better get you eight yards and then just give himself up right but Baseball Carson turn. Turn. remember Vic couldn't do that remember that Dog like ball. remember that back when oh, Reed yeah, was here I with do. Vic and the whole discussion well Vic can't slide feet first like first off who can't slide feet first like come on man but it's that that instinct to head first ball forward right get an extra yard or two but it is not worth the shot you can take as soon as Russ Wilson goes feet first everybody's you're, you you immediately have to back off, right? Like, you, if you touch him, if you so put it's your – a
2: five-yard hit. Yeah, if me.
0: you touch him, if you, put, like, smack him 15 yards. You can't, can't touch him when he dies feet first because he's already down. The ball doesn't progress, right? Like, he's just down. Yeah. But Carson now, for the third time, has gotten himself hurt diving head first instead of sliding. And so then it comes back to Carson has got to learn or else he's not going to last in this league. That if you're going to leave the pocket, you cannot dive head first when you're going to the ground.
1: You can't do it. Okay, so while true, while very true, there was a 280-pound missile going at him with his hands behind his back head first. So for you to say it's not a dirty play. I didn't say it wasn't dirty. I I, I think it was dirty. And then, of all things, things, to not have a flag for it at all to not have anyone review it at all, like, that's that's total BS. Mm-hmm. That's total BS. Okay. Like, the guy was literally on the ground. He had hit down with both elbows and knees at that point. And this dude, who is the most athletic player in the league probably, if not, you know, he's probably in the top ten for his size at, at the least. He's a, he's, a he's a monster. comes in with his head. Doesn't put his hands on him at all. Doesn't no. try to brace himself crown at the helmet, all. Crown the helmet down. On a down. guy that's already touched down. Mm-hmm. And he just goes head first into him. I wasn't... No, I get it how fast these guys are moving. I totally get that. But at that point, the dude is literally touching the ground. Yeah. There's no reason for you to go head first with your hands behind your back. Okay,
0: let me clarify what I was saying. I'm not saying that it wasn't 30. And I'm not defending Clowney. What I'm saying is, is that... These guys do it and don't care, right? Like that's part of the game. If Carson is going to continue leave the pocket, he cannot leave himself open to take that hit cuz
1: those guys are going to take that opportunity 9 out of 10 times when well, he dives if, head first. If he's not playing this week, would he care? Like if there was a chance of him not playing this week, he would probably care, right? Well, but that's on the NFL. Right? Yeah, that's I know. On the NFL. That's
0: that's part of it. They didn't flag it and now I just read the article about the investigation actually, which is why I wanted to bring it up. So the NFL, still investigating, four days later, they started investigating it two days after, which I don't quite understand what took so fucking long, right? The game was played. Now you should be investigating it immediately. Like, you have so much more to do at the NFL offices. Like, these guys are a fucking joke. Like, I, I don't want to go on a rant about it, but- They're what are like, processing new coaches paperwork. Yeah, like, blow me. This is all over. It's the outcome of the game. It's extremely important. You say that it, protecting your players and the heads of your players and quarterbacks is paramount, and yet it takes you two full days to even start an investigation as to whether or not it was a dirty hit. Here's the problem. This is why the NFL is in a bad position here because officiating this year has been criticized at the highest level, and that play didn't draw a flag. So now if they go and find him, which needs to happen and better happen for that play, then they have to admit that the referees fucked up and, when they didn't throw a flag. So. Literally they're now sort of stuck and dragging their feet when realistically Clowney probably shouldn't play this week.
1: To your point, would, if this is college,
0: if this is college, right? That's targeting.
1: Yeah. The guys
0: it's reviewed, the guys ejected. Yep. And we saw it.
1: that we saw that in, in the playoffs.
0: But because the NFL hasn't really adopted that type of rule yet to review this stuff, now they're sitting there going, Man, are we gonna Carson Wentz is Philadelphia, major market, huge team. Carson Wentz, future star, current star, knocked out a game. We didn't have a flag. Man, this is going to look bad if we find him after the fact. Like, they're now in such a bad spot. Grow a fucking pair and do it. These things happen. We we talked about the NBA game where James Harden didn't get points for dunking the ball, right? And the NBA didn't want to admit it. This stuff happens, and that's what replay and these slow-motion cameras show us. But this guy's got to be fined, and I think he should be sat down this week personally. I would, I get it if he's not, but there's gotta be a fine for that
1: hit. It can't go by. I said it right away. I agree, man. Brian's on board. I thought you said that you, he, it wasn't a dirty hit. The
2: rules. It, you gotta remember, like when he was playing, those weren't the rules. When like who he was, was playing? When Clowny, he, he growing up, you, your coach is teaching you how to tackle. he was been playing with that, that style and that aggression. It's really hard to pull up.
1: He and told you how to kamikaze dive bomb, like <laughs> right on the back of his head.
2: I mean, he probably grew up watching a lot of B Dog suplex videos and things like that. And, like, that nature just doesn't kind of just turn off. If you've, you've been taught that, yes, within the rules and regulations of today's game, it's, it's 100% a penalty. It's just, I don't fault him because it's the game, man. I, I played and I, I fucking got hit and you hit and, like, you just react and it's, it's all part of the game.
1: All right. I mean, I I hear you. I just think that if you're gonna make a rule,
2: make it a rule. Well, that's it. Like, and that
1: that's and
0: while I I empathize with what Brian is saying, and most football guys, everybody right, says that because we grew up with a game where. Jacked Up was a segment when we were teenagers, yeah. right? Like, we understand that, we grew but up
2: through that, I can get it. It's, yeah, it, it, like the next guys in the next classes and but this and is
0: like literally they because of, and I was joking about it with the you know, the Will Smith impersonation, but because of concussion, and because like the league is aware because these guys are vegetables after they play, and it's almost solely due to the head trauma, right? Like, your brain being scrambled around your head, and they're trying to implement or sorry. Let me re- rephrase that. they are not trying to implement. They have implemented rules that forebode that leading with your head, and I don't understand how watching it right, – like, literally, the referees, right? I mean, clearly, he dipped at the crown of his head to make the hit to a guy going to the ground. The flag has to come out.
2: Yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's a tough spot for the ref, man. You can't win.
0: No, you can't. You can't win. And, and again, <laughs> you know, we get to watch it 800 times in slow motion again, yeah, and the refs and have, have to call it on the field.
2: In slow motion.
0: So.
1: Yeah, why not impl- yeah, why not implement the uh we see it in college literally every game where they go back and Targeting they're going to look replay. I I mean, yeah.
2: I money. Listen,
1: here's the deal. We talk about this. Money. What about money. money?
2: There's money in it and they're not going to freaking
1: There's there's money in it for fines. They could make that money up on fines alone. Th- this mean... is this is the problem. We talk about this with every sport. We talk about it with baseball
0: a lot with replay, with NBA, and with NFL. Here's the problem. When you implement replay into any sport, you can't do it halfway, right? Like, again, it happened with, we talked about the PI incident last year with the Saints, right? And then this year they made it, oh, now you can challenge Which, by the way,
1: we didn't even talk about in that game. Right. We didn't even talk about in the Saints-Vikings game. Right. Uh, Which is totally a joke.
0: Yeah. They implement this rule, now you can challenge PI. If you're bringing replay in. How can you actually limit what you're allowed to fucking challenge and replay? Literally, we get to see every play in replay. So if you say you want to get the game right and you have these rules and you're going to officiate everything, I don't understand how penalties can't be ch- like challenged holding everything, right? I mean, I know we don't want to slow the game down, no, but how no, can you, no, how can no, you differentiate?
1: No, no, Who gets no, to decide? No, no, no. Who gets to decide? Dude, we, don't, we do not want to. Who gets be... to decide? That's the thing. So That's we're my gonna... question, though. Who gets to decide? The commissioner gets to decide, obviously. But what they're going to do is okay, let's challenge everything now. They're going to do the same thing they did with past interference this year, where it's okay, you can challenge it, but we're not going to change it. Well, yeah, well, yeah it's a obviously. total joke. It's just I, I, a waste of everyone's time. It's an extra commercial <laughs> for them. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Do you understand I, that? I agree. That's what it's all about. That's it's my point. An though. extra challenge means an extra commercial, which means extra money in everyone's pocket. How many? And we're never going to turn the TV off. I wonder what the statistics
0: were this year with challenges of PI that actually got overturned. I think it was like two out of like 80 or 85 that got challenged. Like it's an absolute
1: joke. It's literally why that's the theory behind why I believe, truly believe that the NHL is blackballed from major market television is because they're the, the pace of play is so quick and the games go so quick and there's no breaks in the action that there's no time to market anything there's no time to sit there and put in a commercial break because the the pace of it's play is, break. it's such a it's such a big thing in the game it's such an important part of the game that the the, the, the networks like what am i going to do come and play this 2 hour game with no commercial breaks it's interesting it's I mean, it's, listen, it's fact almost listen it's in, almost in nba
0: and nfl
1: they have television timeouts
0: yeah. They just stop the game at certain points yeah. on the clock. Yeah, which in hockey For you television can't do out. that
1: because it's such a big part of the game to keep the play going because that is that's very important is, is how how much you can wear down the other teams. Like so if we get like these timeouts here and there, it's like you're getting a rest. That's actually very interesting.
0: But the reason that the reason that a- you rem- actually
1: you remember the days of where ABC carried hockey, sure, and it was amazing. Well, but
0: I was going to tell you why ABC and because you know ABC is owned by Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. You know so it was
1: days. on ESPN, it was on ABC.
0: ESPN but had like- an NHL contract and they lost it. I think eight years ago, and they talked about why now nobody on ESPN will talk about hockey because they lost the contract and they did
1: well they didn't lose it necessarily they didn't want to the, the, they didn't want to pay for they it they will play the highlights on like top 10 right but, but that's about it
0: about it because they don't air it anymore and so once once
1: ESPN lost it, then
0: Disney lost it, so ABC loses it, right? They're not going to play on ABC, they're not going to play on ESPN. But that was so the they shit, have sort of blackballed it. And you from probably program.
1: I don't know, Brian, if you remember, if you remember, like when they played the the Stanley Cup Finals or the you know the playoffs on on ABC, that was a big deal. Like they had it on every night. It was mm-hmm. like a big deal. Now they have it on. Uh, I think NBC gets like, I don't know. Five, yeah, I six. That, what, on the speed the, channel. The nowadays? Winter Classic. They got yeah. the Winter Classic. They get like nah, that. That's even gone. They used to have it on Versus. They used to have it on Spike. Like all these obscure Sports channels. Channel. Now Spike. it's on like NBC Sports Net, where you can watch a, um, you could watch a Flyers game or a Sixers game, depending on who's playing on, on Comcast. Like. It's so – that's just my theory on why they, they've been blackballing. I,
0: it's actually an interesting theory. I mean, I know why ESPN blackballs them, but – I Somebody out there probably knows
1: exactly why in a contract situation, but that's my theory on yeah. why. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting interesting uh, sidebar.
0: So, now that we talked about last week, now, obviously, Matty High alluded to it. Uh, we've got our four games this week, the divisional playoff round. The first game is the one that we just talked about, the Vikings traveling to the Niners – Right now, San Francisco is favored by a touchdown. Prof and Brian, I think, seem to think that it's Vikings outright. Or I know Prof does. I don't know.
1: Matty High thinks Vikings outright. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I said a lot of people are on that. I didn't say that. You're
2: on it. No, 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 no. No, You like like Jimmy Grapp's.
1: I'm a big Jimmy Grapp's fan.
2: (laughs) If I'm sticking to the run game theory, I'm going with Dalvin Cook. But, you know, I didn't think the Vikings were going to win last week, so. I mean, that might do it. And it the, niners, just,
0: the Niners have a very effective run happens. game as well, right? The Niners can can run the rock, and that's yeah. what they predicate their offense on. Prof here, Brian, you may or may not know this, but Prof here, I think his favorite coach in the league may be the head coach of the 49ers. It definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> Shanahan. He, he loves big, some Shanahan. Big
1: Kyle Shanahan fan. And when he got hot, well, I don't know if it was when he got hired, but at the beginning of the season or last season, I forget which one it was at this point, but I broke down how each place he's gone to, he has like completely evolved their offense going back to I don't know. He's been in the Super Bowl, he's been coach he's coached the Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, yep. made that offense look sweet. Yep. Um, and now he's just kind of kept kept it moving right along. But on top of that, their defense vicious
2: is savage vicious their defense is savage do you do you believe in garoppolo
1: um i do i do believe in him as um a little bit more than a game manager but yeah. with a defense like that i think that's all you need sometimes and with a coach like that and an offensive scheme like that i think that's all you need
0: i think the 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 real question is do you believe in do you trust in garoppolo right because with that offense you just need him to not make mistakes Make plays in between when you need it. The defense will keep you in the game, and you run the rock ball control.
1: Right? Buddy, do you trust in Kirk Cousins? Do you like that? I mean – The question is, do you like that? I mean, that's the question. Do you, uh, it, it really comes down to that. I mean, it's the most important position, obviously. Do you really – who do you trust one over the other? And we've seen the track record from Kirk Cousins and let's not, not act like one win takes away – his entire track I, record. I love Kirk Cousins, though. Seriously. The, don't you love Kirk? Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's, a real <laughs> he's a nice, nice guy. guy. Real, real nice fellow. He's a nice guy. He's a real nice fellow.
0: <laughs> so, I, I mean, I tend to agree. Seven's a lot of points to lay in a
1: playoff game. Are
0: we talking betting or are we talking winning? But either. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm talking both. I, I think – I mean, I definitely think the Niners win the game. I just don't know if they cover.
2: Yeah. Right, agree seven's a lot of points
0: in this game for me. Cop out. <laughs> well, who are you taking with the seven? You taking Niners and laying
1: the seven? It's a lot. <laughs> I'll take the Niners. Give
2: me, give me Niners. I'll
0: take Minnesota in the points. I'll take the Vikings in the points.
2: What's on the line here? You guys are on opposite sides here. Yeah. Well, here's thinner, the thing. So we saw Mendy's. Like I mentioned,
1: like I mentioned. So Thielen was a big part of the offense, right? He's got stitches in his ankle this week. It's always it's always something here. So he's got stitches in his ankle this week. And have you ever ran with stitches in your ankle? I don't think so. I assume it's not a great feeling.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure they'll shoot him up. He'll be fine.
1: Maybe. But on that for that reason. I love it. I will take the oh, Niners. For
0: that reason alone.
1: I will take the Niners. I'll take the Niners. I All like right.
0: it. All right. I'm gonna take Minnesota. I'm gonna believe. I don't think they win, but I think that the Niners win by four. So I think Minnesota will cover. That's my official. Brian, where you at? Who you got? I
2: don't know, man. Take the under.
0: He's taking the under. Okay. Taking the under. That's at forty four and a half right now, by the way. So next game, Saturday night, the Titans, who I was on board with all year. What what? Traveling to Baltimore to play. No, you weren't.
1: Bro, I have been saying for week. We weeks. talked about them, how how Jekyll and Hyde they've been Stop
0: every
2: it. single I week. I said
0: watch out for the Titans. It's on the record. Check the podcast. The
2: bro's a big Tannehill guy.
0: Big, huge Tannehill yeah. guy. Check the huge, first five minutes of this podcast huge, and
2: you'll
1: find
0: it. Huge Tannehill guy. a Huge Derrick Henry guy. They're oh. doing a tremendous job.
1: You're losing us followers with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so – They're traveling to the juggernaut that is the Ravens, right? I mean, they've been a beast all year, 14-2, and best record in the league. Currently, a 10-point dog. That's a huge line for a playoff game. It actually dropped from what I had it at, but
1: yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There you go. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, that's a prop system. It is the system. It has dropped down to, I think, I don't know if it was at nine or nine and a half, but it did drop.
0: So the two teams that lead the league in rush yards per attempt, the Ravens are at five and a half. The Titans are at five. That's tremendous. We talked about how effective running is. Brian alluded to it, how effective running is in the
2: playoffs. Yeah, earlier in the podcast, I I think I went out of context. I I was half listening. I had a brain fart, and I said I was Titans. I didn't realize they were playing the Ravens. And that's even tougher because, you know, Derrick Henry's one guy. They got Lamar Jackson on the other side. And, and Mark, Ingram. Mark Ingram. Yeah.
0: The Ravens are rolling. They're very much rolling. There, so, so, the interestingly, though, the over-under is 47, higher than the Vikings-Niners game. little surprising to me. I'm assuming that the numbers pan out there with their, you know, offense per game or whatever, however they generate that shit. But the Ravens, 10-point favorites. I like the Ravens to smash the Titans here. I think the Titans blew their load against the Patriots. I would take the Ravens and lay the points. That's just me. You would think that.